A judge orders the seizure of millions of dollars from the former Ohio public utilities chief after First Energy says it paid him a $4.3 million bribe. The census data released Thursday shows a remarkable social and cultural shift throughout Cuyahoga County with big increases in multiracial, Hispanic, and Asian populations. And social activists say a recent controversial sentencing disparity for white and black defendants who committed the same crime is proof that giving people breaks on prison terms for making restitution results in harsher sentences for black defendants. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Monday, August the 16th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. A Franklin County court has ordered the seizure of up to $8 million in assets from Sam Randazzo, the former Public Utilities Commission of Ohio chair that First Energy Corp. says accepted a $4.3 million bribe from the utility. Attorney General Dave Yost's office is working to freeze the proceeds of Randazzo's real estate sales as well as the bribe payment. Since February, Randazzo has sold four properties in Ohio and Florida worth a total of $4.8 million and transferred a half-million-dollar home in Columbus to his son. Randazzo is not one of the people charged in the racketeering case that revolves around the corrupt House Bill 6, but documents filed in that case disclose the bribe First Energy paid to him. Census 2020 results show widespread demographic shifts over the last decade in Cuyahoga County, with most suburbs becoming increasingly diverse as Cleveland's population continues a decades-long decline. The census data released Thursday reveals fascinating changes in the population with growing minority communities in inner and outer ring suburbs alike and more residents identifying as multiracial than a decade ago. Countywide, the multiracial population nearly tripled, the Hispanic population more than tripled, and the number of Asian residents increased by about one-third. There was, at the same time, roughly a 10% drop in white residents and a 2.5% decrease in black residents. Meanwhile, the percentage of black residents increased in 28 of 37 communities in the county, and the percentage of white people decreased in every city save East Cleveland. Each of the county's 37 largest cities saw an increase in Hispanic population as a percentage of the total. In Parma, for example, the number of Hispanic residents grew from about 2,900 10 years ago to more than 5,500. Social justice activists and others are criticizing the idea of allowing restitution paid by criminal defendants to reduce their prison terms because it injects racist treatment into the sentencings. One of the factors that a Cuyahoga County judge cited in her decision last week not to send a former Chagrin Falls clerk who stole nearly $250,000 from the village to prison was the fact that the woman repaid the money. Judges routinely count whether a person paid their restitution as something in their favor when deciding whether they should go to prison. But critics said a consequence of that long-held practice is that it makes it more likely for poor people to face harsher penalties, and in Cuyahoga County, the poor people are more likely to be black. 
Will the threat of a citizen's initiative to fully legalize marijuana in Ohio being on the ballot scare the Republicans who control the legislature into legalizing it themselves? Next year, Governor Mike DeWine is running for re-election. Retiring U.S. Senator Rob Portman's seat is open and control of the Ohio Supreme Court is up for grabs. Reporter Laura Hancock analyzed how a push to get a marijuana question on the ballot could affect those races. The group behind an initiated statute to legalize marijuana submitted a new batch of signatures to Attorney General Dave Yost Friday in an effort to force the legislature to consider the law. If the legislature does not act, the coalition could then collect more signatures and put it on the statewide ballot for next year's election. That could bring out more Democrats for voting. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost on Friday pressed the state's local governments to sign on to an $800 million-plus settlement proposal from the nation's three largest pharmaceutical distributors and drug maker Johnson & Johnson to settle lawsuits related to the company's role in the opioid epidemic. At bare minimum, Yost said, local governments representing at least 95% of the population need to agree to the proposed agreement. Right now, that number stands at about 86%. Yo said the pharmaceutical companies could walk away, forcing expensive litigation with companies that could go bankrupt, leaving the cities with little or nothing. Representatives of some cities said they did not get a lot of notice on the settlement question. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.